The Braves take four out of four in Miami, three out of four against the Mets, and two out of three of the Astros. We're kind of rolling right now. Um, everybody on the team is doing well and loving everything except Marcel on his way from the Miami Lounge. Um, welcome to Chopcast. I'm Griffin, <laughs> and this is Will and Sam with me. Um, and we're, um, we're kind of in the thick of the best part of uh, the Braves game for just – really all this year i think other than the 14 game win streak um i really think what we've done now is more impressive than that considering the teams that we rolled through uh during that streak but um yeah uh it is disappointing and well and maybe the best thing that happened to this team all year uh in a way that marcelo zuna is trying to find a way to not be a part of it anymore <laughs> Um, what was, uh, where, where, where were y'all and uh, what were your your reaction when you saw the Azuna news? Man, I mean, I mean, first of all, I can't say I'm that surprised. Uh, it seems like, I don't know, like it, it is what it is and it's such a bummer. Um, and it's like, all this is on top of him just having like, an absolutely atrocious season. I think he's batting like either 213 or 214 right now. Like definitely, yeah. you know, low 200s. He's got like a 680 OPS or something. Yeah, it's it's been tough to watch. And then the fact that he started today was also just like, what's going on? I don't know if y'all saw, but like, you know, people were literally booing him when he was getting introduced and when he was coming up to the plate and stuff. And like, obviously that can't feel good, but I don't know. I Quite frankly, I just read the headline. I'm like, oh shit, well, I mean, it is what it is, but... I guess he was out celebrating. It was a big win, so he got to get him that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it happened um, right before the Astros series started. Um, but yeah, I have some thoughts on that. Will, Will, we're. Uh... It's obviously disappointing. Um, I like. I wasn't surprised either, just because like, uh, like scandal isn't new to him. Um, But it's also just frustrating because, like, if you're in that position, you sort of have to have an idea, I feel like, that, like, after the scandal and, like, just poor performance for the last year and a half, two years, like, your bosses were probably already considering cutting you at the end of the year and, like, letting you go. And then now you're just making it easier for them. Um, I was a bit shocked and honestly disappointed that he started today just because like like I don't see the argument for it like he's not he's not been a better hitter than like Guillermo Heredia like he's just not like he hits more home runs or whatever but like like, it just doesn't make any sense to me um yeah he is Azuna from the Braves though (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I the reason the reason they gave at least for why he was in the lineup was because Rosario was like had some soreness or whatever, um, which you know, if we didn't have Heredia on the bench, like I could understand. But really, we you just have any outfielder who has played before, just throw him out there. Throw William play. Contreras out there. Yeah, I mean, we, honestly, yeah, we've done throw it. him out there. And, it's not unprecedented. Like. Um, 
the fact that we had him in the field too, just which no one wants to see ever. Like he, you know, the only value he has is with his bat, which sucks right now. Um, but you know, he's the type of guy like his swing and how it's devolved. It doesn't matter. Like he swings so hard that if someone you know messes up and just lays one in there, he's gonna send it uh, over the fence. But yeah, I, it, it would have just been a, a much better idea in terms of actual production, um, which he showed today going 0 for 2, uh, struck out swinging both times, which is <laughs> an awful look. Um, but yeah, Heredia's just not not a, a real option in terms of like <clears throat> batting or whatever now, but at least he's got fielding upside and you know he's liked in the clubhouse and he's got a lot of energy and the fans like him. Um, so it would have just, you know, made more sense to put Robbie at the eight spot and, uh, throw Heredia in the nine spot. But I think in a way, while management is figuring out like all the details and what to do with him and whatever, they might've kind of put it on hold, uh, to see what he can do with all this pressure and all this, like, you know, mm. fans booing him, what he would do in these circumstances. Because, like, when I went back and looked at the body cam footage, like, you know, there was stuff that he said that was tough, you know, like, I'm Ozuna from the Braves mm. and trying to dap the guy up or whatever. But so embarrassing, dude. So it's very embarrassing. embarrassing. It, I will say, at least, you know, he was cooperative and he wasn't, like, you know, telling him like, "Do you know who I am?" Mm. He kind of did say he that. He sort of did that. <laughs> yeah, but he did. But he, you know, he wasn't like you know, uh, getting aggressive or anything. He did everything right, and uh, it he like passed the uh, what's it called like the the drinking tests, the field video, field sobriety. sobriety test. Yeah, yeah. Um, he passed them, and I mean, he was still like he obviously still probably shouldn't have drove and you know he's got 65 million dollars to get an uber um so so it is just you know pure stupidity um and the fact that it doesn't even matter like i was looking at a bunch of comments that were kind of changing their mind a little bit which is why i'm discussing this now Mm -hmm. uh on the the video on youtube from cbs 46 or the fox whatever whatever news station and everybody was like, um, he passed the sobriety test. Like, and a lot of these people weren't Braves fans either. It didn't look like um, they were just like, I don't know who this guy is, but like, I don't really feel like you know he was drunk enough to get a DUI. Um, and I think they considered changing it to a DWI. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either way, um, you look past all of that, and you, for the people that don't know the context of who this guy is and where he's coming from. Um, that this has kind of made me more reassured in it that like, you know, like Will, you were saying he was already kind of like hanging on by a thread in terms of management perspective. Um, not only because he had those, uh, he had the domestic assault thing or which was changed to the misdemeanor and whatever, but still obviously does not have a good relationship with his wife and is not, the best natured person overall, but um, just like the situation itself doesn't really excuse him because it was 4:30 a.m. on like a 
like a Thursday night. I think it was third, like we're Friday morning. Um, and <coughs> we hit the Astros series started that day. Um, one of the more important series that we have all year. And he's out like at a club the night before up all night. Um, just not a good look in general, you know, like you wouldn't, if someone did that for work, just any type of work, they wouldn't really get very much respect or could, you know, very easily get fired, um, the next day. And just it, like from this event, we've already kind of seen from him for sure. Now how he responds to adversity, um, because he sucked this entire year. Maybe, like, at the beginning, he started to heat up, and he was honestly, like, the best hitter on our team, which I forget about, like, for a short stretch. Um, but, uh... Um... But the fact that he's not producing, and he's also got these behavioral issues and whatever, um... does not bode well for him. Mm -hmm. Um... I, I feel like I, I feel like I saw a report that I mean this could have been hearsay or it could have been like a like not verified Twitter account but apparently they're they're gonna release them once like the legal proceedings get through um, yeah I don't know I mean I think that's yeah once best. again I don't know if that's true but I think it would be probably the most ideal situation at this point yeah the other thing um, to like keep in mind is like it's just not good to have a guy like this around mm -hmm. people that are like 23 and 24 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like you want someone like, like Freddie Freeman, like around them, mm -hmm. not someone like this that shows mm -hmm. him like how to be a professional. And like, he's been good some years, but also he's just like, he's not been incredible. There's been two mm -hmm. years where he's yeah. been like, had a 900 OPS in 2017. And that was legit. That was over 159 games. And then of course in 2020, when he had a 1,000 OPS, yeah. but that was 60 games. 60 games like yeah. first 60 games of this year, Austin Riley was not an MVP candidate. Mm -hmm. It just like yeah. puts things in perspective. Like he's just not good enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, I lost my train of thought at the end. Um, but what I was going to say, we've uh, about how we've seen how he's like going to deal with this type of adversity is not to like obviously not do it in the right way um he basically i'm putting this into context of the very recent thing that's happened um with his whole season basically um so he sucked the whole season and then we had one of the biggest series of the year with the mets at home and he did not play in one game i don't think um, he didn't have a single at bat uh. yeah so he basically watched his team. He's supposed to be, like, at the beginning of the year, and, you know, when we signed the contract, his like, when he signed the contract with us, like, he was supposed to be our number four or number three hitter. Mm -hmm. Like, he was supposed to be a cleanup guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and now he has literally, he is just worthless on the team. He has yeah. no role. Mm -hmm. He's being replaced, basically, in a way by a 21-year-old who has just had his 12th MLB game and is already doing better than anything he's done this whole year. Mm -hmm. um, so I think he just sat from the bench and watched that whole series, realized how useless and 
whatever he is um and was like yeah this is how i'm gonna cope with this i'm just gonna go get drunk and then drive home mm-hmm. um and you're basically just admitting defeat um and in a game like baseball in a league like the mlb where you're constantly having to adapt and people are going through slumps um and you can like basically get demoted to triple a and then not be able to work back up either for like a year or several years or ever again Mm. um he just has not a good mindset for ever really being um good Mm. again and the only the only real hesitancy i have with releasing him is that he's gonna get picked up by some nl team and then just start going off (laughs) um Yeah, but, like, at this point, do you really want someone like this? Like, even if he goes off, like, do you really want someone like this around? I wouldn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, He's honestly just – like, he's a black hole in the lineup that just – he's, like, an out eater. Yeah. (laughs) Like – Dude, he's a black hole in the clubhouse. He's just a black hole everywhere. Yeah, I mean – He's still it like from what you see on TV and whatever, um, you can see that he's still friends with like a couple of the, mainly just like a couple of the other, uh, mainly Spanish speaking guys and whatever. Um, mm. And he's just you know I feel like a lot of the other guys are just kind of apathetic or they're like you know he's on my team so I gotta support him um, and he's gonna support me, but yeah I mean he's on and off the field is not just is, is a negative he's really the only negative that we have on our team yeah um but um i was talking about this with will so the, i don't have a hesitancy the the i have less of a hesitancy when i thought about like if we do release him there's probably not going to be anybody that picks him up this year because they don't want to like, they want to wait out kind of some of the media attention from him. Um, I think if he got DFA'd, he probably wouldn't get picked up again until at least next year. Um, And even maybe next year, not until like halfway through the season or maybe not until the next year. Uh, My guess is what will happen with him uh is that he'll get released and then just pretty much go straight to the Dominican League. Um and he's from the Dominican too, so just makes more sense to me. Um but yeah, just a big failed chapter in a really good stretch of Braves baseball and Braves years, um while we're creating this dynasty around us. Um, I'm curious how uh, Anthopolis is going <clears> to, <throat> like, learn from this because, like, he's one of the best executives in the entire sport. And there's, like, he's done pretty, not much wrong, but this is, like, like this is an F. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see, like, how he'll approach things like that in the future. Yeah. I, I was watching a video, like, two or three weeks ago, just, like the top 10 worst signings in MLB history or something. And I think this has to be 
up there, like top fifteen, maybe, maybe not top ten, but mm-hmm. I think I, yeah, it's 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 also coming off the heels of like the sixty game twenty twenty season two. Like we signed him for four years for sixty million dollars, coming off of that, and like granted, it was an excellent season. He was like seventh in MVP voting for the NL. Yeah, but he almost won the triple crown. Mm-hmm, yeah, but it's like that just combined with. Like, not one, but two pretty big fuck-ups. Uh, and just, like, the slump. And in, I, I was actually really concerned about, you know, coming to the season, how he was going to handle, like, perception. You know, like, if, if not just in the clubhouse, but, like, from Atlanta fans. And, like, to see him get booed today, and then he had a fucking miserable game. I mean, the guy, like, the guy just is flailing at, at sliders. Like, pitchers have clearly found him out, so... It's it's a train wreck, and unfortunately, like we have a lot of stuff to be thankful for and grateful for as Braves fans. Like you know, emergence of Von Grissom, Michael Harris, Spencer Strider. That's like more than overshadowed this, but yeah, it is unfortunately like a shitty bookmark in you know Braves history, at least at this point. Yeah, um, it's. I wonder. I feel like most people in the MLB community like outside of the NL East especially probably think this is really going to negatively affect us um and really like both on the field and also like in the clubhouse but kind of like I said at the beginning this might honestly be one of the best things to happen for the team Mm -hmm. all year yeah um because he's kind of starting to really reveal who he actually is Mm -hmm. um and that he doesn't really care enough about the team or even his job uh, and definitely doesn't deserve $65 million, but he's still going to get it Mm -hmm. even if you get rid of him. Um, I'm sure they try to look through like loopholes and whatever to try to not have to pay the rest of their contract, but there's no way. Um, It is, I think this is going to, I mean, it definitely limits us in free agency more, but the good mm-hmm. news is that we, you know, kind of locked up a lot of people already for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had some other thoughts on it I can't think of right now. Um, but it mainly, the, it's just, I have such a conflict of emotion about all of it because... Um, it's like really sad like i don't watch the video like if he was aggressive and whatever i'd be like this dude's a complete piece of shit like get him off my team right now um but and like the beginning and the him saying like i'm ozuna from the braves that kind of got that feeling going a little bit but the rest Mm -hmm. of it like him just i don't know it's more it's like it's a mixture of just being angry at the dude and you know, he doesn't produce either, so I just don't even want to see him on the field. But then it's also just really sad um, seeing his career kind of go downhill mm-hmm. the way it has. Um, and just thinking about how important he was to the 2020 season. Yeah. Um, and, like, started the mix-it-up thing and kind of, you know, was a big in- integral part of that dugout especially in 2020 and now he's he was trying to earn back that respect this whole year and you know people were starting to forget about it because he was producing um but then 
he doesn't anymore. So there's just no reason to like the guy. Mm-hmm. I was talking about it with Will at the beginning. Like, if he was producing, this is a thing that you can be able to overlook. Um, it makes it harder because he already had like the domestic assault charge mm-hmm. or misdemeanor the year before, but um, which kind of says a lot of negative things about humans in general. Um, because I don't think people, I don't think he'd be getting booed if you know if he was like. Like, if the, I was telling him, like, if this were Austin Riley that this happened to, I feel like we'd just be kind of laughing about it and then forget it. Um, I, you know, if it was, like, a DUI where he killed somebody, it's different. Mm. Um, shout out to O'Neill Cruz, who actually did that. Uh, <laughs> got a DUI, and he murdered three people. Actually? Uh, yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> No, he's oh oh yeah, I'm seeing this now. Number three prospect involved in deadly collision. That is so swept under the rug. Good <laughs> lord. Yeah, like it, he's terrible. He, still gets too. A play. he is not good. O'Neal? He has a batting average below 200. Pretty sure. Oh, really? I just see the highlights of him doing something. That is fair. That him, is him, fair. He is yeah. he is a freakish athlete, but I you know maybe he figures figures it out. Yeah. No, he, yeah, yeah, it's he, like it's like those videos of him throwing at like five million miles per hour from shortstop. You're like, oh, that's a good player, but yeah, it looks like he's uh, he's got a 75 OPS plus right now, so he's well below average. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, he killed three people. <laughs> Awful, <laughs> you know, so bad. You know, that's he was, fucked. He was drunk. Yeah, um, that's ridiculous. But he also, did it in the minor leagues, though. So also, he was different. definitely underage if he was if this was like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, no, he was. <laughs> wait, no, he was. No, he was 21. So it's, it's fine, I guess. But okay, like, good. No, it's not. <laughs> that's good. It's not, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's the Ozuna situation. Um, y'all have any other final thoughts before we get into stuff that isn't as depressing and infuriating? <laughs> Uh, I think I got everything out. I mean, Hopefully. I just I think, yeah, putting a pin in it. I don't want him around anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I think uh, it's for the best at this point. There's not much way of get or, getting around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm sure Alex Anthopoulos this whole time has just been like punching a wall or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know. If we didn't win a world World Series last year, and he hasn't, wouldn't have been able to like get some of these ridiculously cheap signings that he's been doing. Um, I think he'd be feeling a lot of pressure right now. Um, yeah. He, yeah, uh, he is. Yeah. Honestly, it'd probably be best for Azuna to be like good too. Like, yeah, fresh start he, would probably like, be best. He needs to get out of the limelight and literally, like, even if he doesn't come back to baseball, we got to think of him, like, as a person. He's got a lot of stuff to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the sad thing, too. I would see these and I wouldn't, I would, like, the first time I saw it, then I heard about it, I, like, laughed. Um, but then after that, it's just been, like, this dude, like, legit needs real help. Yeah, he should probably go to a small team that, like, doesn't have a lot of 
like isn't fans. have a lot of attention or fans. Like, like the, the Yankees. The Dodgers are big. The Dodgers, yeah. spot. Uh. Um, but going into some baseball, um, we had just uh, the two two of the biggest series of the year, um, and we won both of them. Um, but before we get into those, I kind of want to. We haven't done an episode in a little while. Um, I don't know if we even did an episode since Grissom started. I don't think uh, we have. I can't even. Yeah, well, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the Marlins series was honestly kind of just as equally impressive what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, as the Mets and the Astros series in a different way. Um, Will, can you stop typing? Sure. I, I can hear it. Um, Will? <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, so we had a four-game series, and the main thing I want to, like, just go over here is, uh, and the thing that was pretty shocking was the production from the starting pitchers that we had in that series. Um, we like Snit really rolled the dice um, and was on like was willing to sacrifice a game or two mm-hmm. to prepare for the Mets series. Um, and so I think going into that series, the the what was supposed to happen or like the probable starters for each game um it was like friday night was gonna be uh, i think maybe freed but this was before the concussion um that that was planned um and then morton or strider morton and maybe kyle wright yeah, he got injured. Um, something like that, um, and then that just got completely turned on its head with the freed injury and Wright kind of still being out of it. Um, and I was pretty shocked that we were even even able to move Strider as far as we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way that the series shook up, um, as y'all probably saw. Um, was Odorizzi, Muller, Anderson, and Bryce Elder. Mm-hmm. Which, if I saw that at any point in the year, I would like shit myself. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, we are ta- we are losing at least two of these games. Mm-hmm. Um, is Muller and Elder hadn't pitched since like May, um, in the MLB, and Muller, I think it was. I think it was Muller honestly wasn't doing that well in AAA, and Elder was having a couple bad games in AAA as well. Yeah. Um, and then we already know everything about Ian Anderson and how he's gotten much worse this year. Um, which I, I think he can change it around. He's young. Yeah. He's I, I, on his, I think Braves fans are rightfully a little upset with the whole Ian Anderson situation, but like he, he just genuinely needs time in Gwinnett, I think. He's yeah. gotta find, find his stuff again. We're in no way giving up on him. Yeah. And like Snit said it in his press conference. Like, we're not, we're not, you know, 
just sending him there because we don't believe in him. Like he just legitimately he has stuff that he needs to work on mm. um, that you can't really experiment and you know try stuff in the MLB, mm. you know, or without probably getting shelled or mm. walking a bunch of people. Um, might talk about him again in a second, but um, the only the only starter in that game that did not do well was Odorizzi. Um, yeah, he's been tough. Which, you know, just makes sense. Um, but we were able to come back in that game. I think we scored, that was the game that we scored a couple in the ninth, maybe. Um, let me look. Or maybe that was the last game. That was the last game we scored three runs in the ninth inning. Um, Odorizzi game. They went up too early. And then we just came back from it. Um, but yeah, the fact that they were able to eat four entire games to save our actual rotation for the Mets game was obviously really huge. Yeah. Even if, you know, we didn't win the Mets series, like, that was pretty smart. Um, yeah. And taking three out of the out of four uh, would have been good enough, and that was what it was looking like it was going to happen, but thankfully we got the last game um, by getting three in the last inning. Um, but yeah, Ian looked really good. I, I figured that he was going to do well in the game that, you know, he knew he was getting sent to Gwinnett. Yeah. Um, and that's what a bunch of people were commenting to me as well. But he went six innings, five hits, two runs, one walk, four Ks. Um, I think he's starting to realize that he needs to be more of a pitch-to-contact guy. Um, so I feel like he tries to strike people out too often. Um, because, and you can see that he doesn't have, like, effective balls. Like, there's no borderline pitches there's no like you know his chase rate is abysmal um i'm not gonna pull up baseball savant right now but it's pretty low like 20 mm. something percent i think mm. um and he you know the game that he had before uh the, when we went to new york it was against the diamondbacks and he went like five innings maybe one run or something like that and he said after the game um, that he just kind of, his motive was fuck it, uh, mm. basically, and just kind of pound the zone, and it worked out well for him. Got up to New York, tried to do that, got hit around a little bit with dinky hits, and then was like, I'm going to go back to what I try to normally do, and then that was the only game that we won in New York, which is funny, um, mm. but that's because we scored eight runs in two innings. Mm. Um That'll help. But, yeah, he, um, I mean, he basically just has three pitches, um, and one of them, I mean, each of them can be pretty flat on their own. Um, mm. His changeup is obviously his main pitch. That's like his security blanket. Um, 
and when he can't locate his fastball, he's not going to combo the changeup with the curveball because then people are just going to start timing um, off speed. Um, the only way that that changeup is effective, though, is when he's able to locate his fastball because everything looks the same kind of, is coming out of his hand. Um, but he had very few effective fastballs the last several weeks that he's been up here. Um, mm. Just a lot of wild stuff. His curveball is just kind of like a try-something-else-out pitch. Um, so then he just starts relying on the changeup too much. And then he'll either just start missing with that, too, or people will time it up and know what to do with it. Um, but, um, yeah, the bats look better, um, especially coming off after the Mets series. And we did well at Boston as well. Um, but still, I think um, that last game... We had uh, 22 left on base. This was in what series again? In the Marlins series. Yeah. We won because like, we only let up one run. That was when Bryce Elder was able to go seven innings and 10 Ks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we went. I can't remember what it was for runners in scoring position, but we had 22 left on base, wow. which is honestly like the highest number i've seen for left on base before yeah that's um, ridiculous yeah 10 hits austin so. had like austin might have had 11 of those wow um you're not saying he's bad or whatever but he had a not great day yeah <laughs> not at all um but yeah, do y'all have any other thoughts on um, mainly the starting pitchers from the, those games? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Marlins series was pretty impressive, obviously. I think it's kind of like you mentioned, like, not even just to, like, it was important to save arms for, like, the Mets and Astros series at the end of the day, but then to see, like, the added production from guys like Muller and Elder, and, like, you know, Elder started a few games at the beginning of the season, I believe, and he was he seemed, like, kind of, all right, but it was good to see him kind of pop up and get back out there. I mean, him and Muller are kind of our two big guys right now, so uh, I guess that is exciting to see. Um, but yeah, I was—I mean, I was thoroughly impressed. Like, obviously, it's the Marlins, so it's not like you know groundbreaking stuff, but it's still professional, you know, baseball, and anything can happen. So definitely, you know, enthused by that. Mm -hmm. Will. I, I have nothing else to really add on. I mean, it is important to know it was the Marlins, but <laughs> no, uh, yeah, nothing really else. Yeah. Um, so looking at the, I kind of see the Mets and the Astros series as one kind of mega series in itself. Yeah. Um, kind of like a playoff situation. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're facing two, top three teams in the league um, and really handled both of them very effectively. Yeah. Um, I, I, I probably, I was expecting to split the Mets series going into it. Um, 
just because I knew Scherzer already kind of like pooped on us in New York, and so did Degrom. And mm. um, we've gotten to Scherzer in the past. He's all, you know, we we played both of them a bunch, so we've gotten to them both in the past mm -hmm. before. But um, Degrom is looking unbelievable at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and Scherzer's got a sub two right now, I think. Um, so, I mean, we lost the Scherzer game, but that was also in part because we kind of lost the game within the first two innings because Odorizzi came out there and allowed uh, meatballs. Three home runs. He also um, gave up the home run to the rookie, Brett Beatty or whatever. That yeah, was frustrating. It was, like, it was like first pitch or something, too. I that think it might probably it, thought yeah. he was super hot shit. I mean, honestly, good I for turned, him, but yeah, it's I, not not ideal. Never like to see that against your own team. He basically got BP yeah. on his first pitch in the MLB. Yeah. Um, just it was like 91 cutter with no cut to it, right in the middle of the zone. Um, that's his that's money like Josh pitch. Tomlin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I could hit that. <laughs> Like, Odorizzi, I don't, you know, we he's, this is his first NL team, so I haven't seen him pitch much on TV or anything, um, but everything that I've heard about him, he's a pitch-to-contact guy, obviously. He's been pitching to a lot of contact with the Braves, um, but uh, he is hanging everything. Mm. I... I'll be honest, I haven't been able to watch fully his entire performance every time. So, because he just pisses me off mm. and tries to lose the game instantly. Um, and I've also been traveling a bunch yeah. in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, so. It's not It's not fun to watch. Like, it's it's actually no, really it's, upsetting. And, it, and it's it, it, it kind of puts it into perspective. Like, yeah, we lost Will Smith, but we gained Jake Odorizzi. Like, I, <laughs> that's a good like, point. I, like, I don't. I, I, it's, it's hard when it's hard to find a trade where both teams lose. You know, but I think that's what <laughs> happens. So, I think Will Smith's been doing actually good for him. No, oh, um, that's that's great for him. <laughs> yeah, and he's. I think he's the only left-hander in their pen. Um, really I, I mean i knew they were shooting for a left-hander but i didn't realize it was that yeah. dire so right now um i think they won the trade yeah um which i did not expect i don't think we really lost much because will smith you know who was supposed to be our closer and then got demoted to setup guy and then got demoted to back into the bullpen for what was his contract like? Forty million. It was, uh, I think it was three years, forty or something like that. Something ridiculous. He's definitely making around year. thirteen a year, at least for two, three years. Um. But yeah, you having a back end guy who's getting that much money, um, and we also have so many left handers on the team mm. already. Uh, he was bad pretty much this whole year. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Jake has not been much better. Uh, I don't really foresee him being 
a starter for whole, a whole bunch longer. Apparently, he's starting the game tomorrow. He is. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's in line. Pirates. Yeah. Which is infuriating because if we lose the first game of the series to the Pirates because of his fucking antics. We'll um, see. It could, it could be a prove it game, at least, hopefully. <laughs> Against the pirates, so that's the thing. You can't really tell. <laughs> well, you, you know, like, <laughs> they swept the Dodgers earlier this year. Oh uh, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they did. Yeah. It's a pretty good team. <laughs> what was that comment that that guy made about him? Just like a bunch of no names or whatever. Uh, a hodgepodge of nothingness. Oh, that was. <laughs> they started to sell shirts with that on it. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> was it? Wasn't it like a professional player that was saying this? It was a professional no, was, uh, announcer. I think it was the yeah, Phillies like announcer. The Phillies? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was just whoever was playing the Pirates. Like, it was their broadcaster. Yeah. It... <laughs> a hodgepodge of nothingness. Yeah. Which I don't think is entirely true. Because, I mean, they got some exciting young guys. But they do just... I, they've only had four winning seasons since like the 90s Jesus i think Christ. yeah well it was uh, it was like the andrew mccutcheon years were pretty saw they used to have Derek. Cl- i mean honestly their their rotation was like unreal in like 2013 or 14 uh they had some big names but of course they just traded them all away so yeah they uh, <laughs> i still just the one of the wildest trades in mlb history to me was the chris archer the Chris Archer trade yeah. because they got Tyler Glass now, Austin Meadows, and Shane Boz. <laughs> yeah, they, the Pirates really had Glass now, Charlie Morton, and Garrett Cole at one point. Musgrove, yeah, and Musgrove, and, yeah. And Musgrove. <laughs> yeah, they uh, are, it does you know like are they building though? How highly is their uh, their farm system ranked? I'm pretty it's, sure they have hoped to like you'd hope it's names. like in the top five. Yeah. It's pretty good, but I do know a few of their guys have like slumped this year, and like so I don't know. They just uploaded the new rankings. I'm curious how many guys they have in the top 100. This is such a. Also, for those who don't know, the Braves are 28th in farm systems right now. Yeah, hey, it's man, pretty we, bad. We got, a, we got a nice starting lineup right now. So. <laughs> yeah, they have well, five that, in the top we, 100. We... Okay. Well, it's... Okay, but where are they overall, though? 20, 30, 47, 65, and 99. Well, I was um, talking about, like, the, the team rankings. Oh, good question. I bet they're, like, 10th, 9th or something. That's just not good enough. Yeah, it really isn't. <clears throat> But also, um, think about this, like, I don't know about y'all, but I didn't really know much about Von Grissom, like, three weeks ago, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we, that's because we have unreal development. The Pirates don't have that. Mm. Like, if if we or, like, one of the top five teams in baseball had somebody like O'Neal Cruz um, mm. on our, in our developments, like, or in our farm system, I feel like he, you know, would be batting above 200 at least right now. Um yeah, I'm not super worried about the farm system. One, because, like what you said, our un- our development is unreal. Like, mm-hmm. Strider and Harris and Grissom were all, like, guys that were never supposed to touch an MLB field. I think that it's either Strider or Harris that was the highest p- 
pick out of that group, and they were taken in like the third round, like at the end of the third round. Um, and then also we've locked up all these guys, basically eight out of nine starters, um, mm. maybe seven for the next. Yeah. Yeah, the Braves, uh, they've, like, entered that same category. Like, they remind me <clears throat> of the Astros a lot because the Astros haven't had a, like, a farm system and, like, all those rankings, they don't really matter all that much because, like, the Astros, they haven't had, like, they've been a bottom five for, like, years now. But they called up, like, Jeremy Pena and, like, he's insane. But dude, I'm looking at the Dodgers right now. They have seven in the top 100. Yeah, like, fuck them. They yeah. they are insane. I, I don't know how they pay for it, but they find a way to pay for it. It's insane. It's because they're the Yankees of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um How did we get here? We were talking we were talking about the pirates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good question. It's O'Neill Cruz adjacent um, talking with <laughs> Yeah. The guy, I'm gonna keep bringing it up every time we say him. He murdered three people. Yeah. Manslaughtered. Maybe. Yeah. Well, would that be third degree homicide? Who knows? DUI. Can someone look that up? <laughs> <laughs> this is important. <laughs> In case I ever need to go drive again. Um. In case they'll let me drive again. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um. Mets and Astros, the first two Mets games I just watched and I kept laughing because um, it was so much fun to watch. Um, it, I would imagine from the Mets' perspective in my head, if this was happening to me, I'd be like, oh my god, the Braves are getting so lucky right now because mm. the first game we had uh, the rain delay um, and... Carlos Carrasco went down early. Like, he came back after the rain and then only pitched one inning and, like, had some injury stuff. Mm. Um, and then in the second game, Taiwan Walker went down with an injury. Yeah, after same the thing. Second inning. Second inning. Um, and then they had some dude literally make, like, his first MLB appearance since 2016. Um which he kind of got shelled. Um, mm -hmm. And then they had to kind of use up a lot of their bullpen and had fewer options for the rest of the series. Um, but basically in every game except for the Scherzer game, because of Oda Rizzi, like our pitching just locked them up. They didn't do anything. Um, so if you take... So they've scored one, eight... 10. They scored 10 games, or 10, 10 runs in four games. And if you take Jake Odorizzi out of the, the equation, they only scored six off of everybody else. Um, so, and they scored one, zero, nine. Um, maybe I counted wrong. 10, 12. They scored 12 runs. I counted wrong. Um, and then one, zero, nine, two. So, taking the Jake Odorizzi game out, they scored 1-0 and 2. So, it didn't even matter, like, what their pitching was doing because they were just getting shut down. Um, Charlie Morton had, debatably, his best start of the year. Was that? What game was that? 
first game, the Strider, and he was able to put, you know, put up to what he was saying. Uh, did y'all see his comment after, like, uh, before this series, what, uh, the, like, the reporters were asking him, like, about, you know, when he was saying the salty stuff after New York? Oh, was it how he's like? We'll see, we'll see what it's like in October. Or was this different? Yeah, well, that's yeah. He said that, and then before this start, they asked him about those comments. Like, are you excited to face them? Like, it seems like you you know you were kind of angry the last time. And he was like, yeah. Uh, he handled it pretty well and maturely, and he was like, uh, yeah, I think, I think I just you know before that interview, I didn't have my chamomile tea. <laughs> chamomile tea so yeah. um i was a little like grumpy yeah um, i'm glad he at least but, admitted uh, it because it was kind of a tough look yeah he, he was mature about it it was very it was, similar to azuna from the braves very similar to that <laughs> strider from the braves <laughs> um but uh yeah game two charlie went 6.2 three hits one walk and 12 k's mm. um he is kind of on a roll right now. I know he technically lost today. Um, don't really think that was on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just gave up that one two-run homer. But um, that first game, I just kept laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Michael Givens came in, um, what, the seventh inning? And he, or the sixth inning, he gave up four hits. He gave up all those four hits before recording an out. Um, and it was just run after run after run. Um, we had we scored eight runs in the six. That was the one that Michael came into. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was probably my most favorite game of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, coming into that series and then just curb stomping them. Yeah. Um, but um, the rest of the series are really performed. And even so, like, the game that we lost, I'll say I was not discouraged about other than Jake Rizzi. Like, I don't want to see him start again, even though he's starting again tomorrow. Um, the fact that we were able to come back from that um, by scoring four in the seventh, um, which then – so Snit got tossed in that game. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he got tossed early. It was like second or third inning. Um, and so then it was Walt Weiss managing. And it, this, you know, Snit was probably kind of managing from the, the, the tunnel of the clubhouse. But if this was Walt's or Snit's idea, it was a bad idea. And this has happened before. We were down one run going into the ninth inning. And then we put up Jackson Stevens. Yeah. Um, and then he gives up three runs. Which is, like, uh, such a bummer, too, because, like, Jackson Stevens has been good this season. I'm yeah, pretty sure he has, like, a, yeah. he has like a mid-two ERA. He's, that's just not the spot to be putting him in. And then Snit followed up by saying, like, oh, yeah, we're only going to use Kenley if we're winning or if we're tied. It's like, okay, way to yeah. hold your cards close to your chest, man. But I don't know. Yeah, I, think it was a, gonna... I think it was a frustrating loss for everyone involved. Yeah, he's got a three-two-nine, which I mean is still good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like 
and he's a backhand guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but he only recorded one out, gave up three runs and three hits. Mm. And then Freddie Tarnock made his Braves debut in a bad situation, but he was able to get the other two outs. Yeah. And he got a strikeout. But, yeah, like, that's just, you know, the same th- kind of thing has been happening with Dylan Lee where you're putting guys that are not high-leverage guys into high-leverage situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially today, like that happened with Lee, I'll talk about later when we get more into the Astros series overall. But, like, are you trying to save your bullpen for the Pirates series? Like, we, we haven't used a lot of our bullpen that frequently this series because our starters have done well enough mm-hmm. basically every game except for the Odorizzi one. Um so, but then you, you're overworking Lee for some reason. Um, and I feel like Jackson Stevens pitched in most of these games as well. Yeah, um, definitely saw his name so around. When you put him in there in the ninth, up one, and you're also having to face Edwin Diaz for two innings straight, uh, who, you know, strikes out more than half the batters he's faced this year. Um <laughs> Not a good game plan to me. It really pissed me off. Mm. And I, 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 like, I'm not mad at Jackson at all. Um, and I'm not saying, like, I don't believe in him either. But that's not his role. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, this is his first year in the MLB. I think ever. Was he ever in the MLB before this? Jackson Stevens? I, yeah, I don't cause think I know, so. Because, yeah, I mean, like, he pitched in the Mexican League and he was, like, in an independent ball before. Yeah, he, he was in um, – so he was on the Reds in 2017 and 2018, uh, but, I mean, he literally – That doesn't count. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, I don't I don't even know if this is, like, a re, like this is registerable. Yeah, he started four games in 2017 and then pitched 38 innings in 2018, so, like, pretty negligible. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, his first real active position. Yeah. Um, this first year being, like, an active performer on the team. Um, and you're putting him in this massive situation in one of the biggest series of the years in the ninth inning, mm-hmm. where he's basically going toe-to-toe with Edwin Diaz, who's been the best reliever in baseball this year. Just unrealistic expectations. Um and so, I mean, he's got Snit and Walt Weiss have to know that, like, you know, mm. and it's going to piss people off, too. I feel like they got to know that as well. Um, and then you just get people mad at Jackson for, you know, not being able to produce when he really shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. Um, and then the, the, the thing that extra pissed me off but also was encouraging um, was the fact that we got close to tying that game up because um, we scored two in the in the ninth against Diaz. Um, and then that last out was like a warning track shot, I think. Um, I was traveling this game. So I know that there was someone on base, and we had the opportunity to score two runs. Um, and got really close, but just didn't. Um, one of the main uplifting games from, uh, things from this this series and this game specifically that I forgot was um, we got Robbie Grossman as basically for his production from the right side of the plate mm-hmm. um, and what he does against lefties. He has absolutely turned it on from the left side of the plate. That three-run mm-hmm. homer, was was it Scherzer that he hit that off of? Um, 
you like I think it might have been. Hold on, let me check. Grossman. Um no, that was Ottavino. No, Ottavino. Yeah. Got subbed yeah. out. Um, which then, we could have scored more of that inning, too, but Acuna got caught stealing with two outs. He's gotten mm-hmm. caught stealing. He has, yeah. He's concern. a little reckless on the base, base paths. And, like, normally you want him doing what he's doing because mm-hmm. um, he's been really good at it, but I've, he's been caught stealing, like, four or five times in these past two series. In like pretty big situations too, mm. and I just um, like Jeff Rancour was saying after that inning, he was like, it just kind of sucked the life out of everything because mm. we were one run behind him and we had Ottavino on the ropes, um, like he gave up that homer, and then walked Dansby, or no, walked Acuna on six pitches. Um, and then it was literally just the first pitch it was a ball to Dansby, and then Acuna got caught stealing. Um, so either, I mean, I guess you can only really practice that in game, but if you've been caught stealing as much as you have in situations like that, maybe just hold off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, if if it was the opposite result and he stole, and then Dansby got or it was like a hit and run or whatever, and Acuna scored, we'd probably be talking about a different. So Mm -hmm. I know it's a volatile thing. Um, um, Astros series. The first game, we just had them by the balls instantly. Um, Just showed them who was boss. That whole game had control of it. Um, Yeah, that was the right start, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which that was his first start in like twelve something days. Yeah, it'd been a um, while. So, uh, he looked really good. I think he just gave up a homer. I think. Um, well, he gave. Yeah, he gave, he gave, him gave a homer to and Kyle then Altuve. He gave a, a couple more hits that inning, but he was able yeah. to get out of it with a comebacker. Did um, they ever yeah. say what happened to Jordan? I have no idea what happened with that. No, I mean he was back in the lineup today. So, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It, it was probably released somewhere, but I would have looked into it more if he wasn't in the lineup. But mm. he's back there today. Um, and I was surprised that Dubon was still in the game today, because um, he like he almost broke his arm trying to catch the the ball in that first game for the series. Um, mm. But the second game, that was the Strider game, or was that the first game? Oh, no, yeah, Strider game was the second game. Second uh, game was the comeback in extra innings. It was on, yeah. yeah. That one shocked me, and that, awesome. I feel like, you know, yeah, it wasn't the best win in terms of quality overall. Like, pitching was pretty lights out. Um, but... Uh, that really showed like how much grit we have as this team. Yeah. Um, even though we don't have Brock Holt. I was about to say the spirit of Brock Holt <laughs> yeah. is in this team. It's it's still lingering from spring training, <laughs> from the moment that he hit Set the field foot. in uh, in Florida mm-hmm. um, as a brave. It's still been around. Um, I still look at his Instagram story and stuff. Like he just. Uh, <laughs> we he miss you, much. Brock. Yeah. We miss you. Yeah, I know. Brock, if we ever get really big, 
we're making you part of this podcast. It's happening. <laughs> um, but, uh, because I also, I know he's listening right now. Yeah, no, he's definitely. Didn't make sure to tell him. But, um, yeah, it was a pretty gritty win. Um, toe to toe with him, and we were able to come out on top. Uh, Dylan got knocked around. Just able to come out of it, though. Um, Game today was frustrating, but take two out of three from the Astros. That's all you can ask for. Uh, I really think they're the best team in baseball right yeah, now, really other, than, other than us and the Dodgers. The Yankees have been killing it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, they've been so fucking bad. It's been awesome. Dude, I'm so well, – yeah, I'm. I, it's been funny, but I'm pissed now because the Mets are going to face them. Mm. Um, Hopefully so they come back. Yeah. there's any time for them to, you know, fucking – actually be who they are than being what if this is who they are it it honestly might be it honestly could be none of us were like we talked about this before none of us were super high on them coming into this like coming into this year um you will you were the only one that put them in the playoffs you put them in the third wild card spot second Um, (laughs) okay all right um but uh yeah their holes are so obvious that's their thing yeah, they're good, I mean, but... just, their their starting rotation is just not great either to me. Um, I we when we talked about uh, the trade deadline stuff, I don't know, if, Will, if you were up for this episode or whatever, but I'm just not. I've never been super high on Frankie Montas. I feel like yeah. he's just a really solid guy at best, um, or not at best, but like on average, he's just a solid pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been kind of getting knocked around in New York, but so have all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And also Garrett Cole is showing himself to be spider tag guy. Yeah, who would have <laughs> like, thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> he like there's there's players like him, and honestly, we talked about it like Acuna too. That really just did not deserve to be at the All Star game, but it's just mm. because they have that pedigree and that re- name recognition. Yeah, it's just automatic. Um, which he didn't even pitch in that game. I feel like he would have gotten lit up <laughs> if he did. So yeah. I think he's probably happy. Um, but, yeah, Nestor Cortez is starting to, like, show his flaws, um, starting to get knocked around a little more. He's still been their best starting mm-hmm. pitcher, which is not great. Um, the only one really consistently producing on that team has been Judge, but he's even yeah. been kind of going down a little bit recently. Um, well, what like I, I know this is off topic, but it's interesting and it's applicable because um, the Mets are about to go play them. But what what do you think? They're you said their holes are obvious. What do you think? I think one of the one of them is starting pitching. But... Well, that and also they are just like littered with guys that like uh, honestly like. Like, they're big, hulking guys that just don't hit for contact. Like, two years ago, like, DJ LeMahieu was the contact guy. And then they, like, everyone sort of thought that Ben Attendee would be that guy. Well, he's like, I may be wrong. Like, I'm sure it's changed since then. But, like, I remember a stat, like, in his first 25 at-bats, he had one hit. Like, with the Yankees. Um, And he doesn't hit for power. And so, like, over time, like, Balls don't start landing in the grass. They just, like, go straight toward gloves. Um, So, like, they just have so many guys that it's, like, home run or bust, which is very similar to Gallo. 
Um, Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, Glaber is like that. Judge, when he's, like, pretty bad, is, like, like that. Giancarlo's like that. Um, I'm I'm forgetting the rest of their... Aaron Hicks. um, He's just not really ever good in general. Yeah, honestly. I don't know how Harrison Bader's been doing there. Um, he's been injured. He hadn't done anything. Really? Okay. That was that was one. Of, I was about to say that was one of the strangest trades. Yeah. Um, like I only know Brian Cashman's name because I see it in a bunch of like hate posts and whatever, or like yeah. Convoy talking <laughs> the, about it. And I also but, I think the loss of Jordan. We're going on a tangent, but the loss of Jordan Montgomery was bigger. I saw a report the other day. Apparently Boone called Frankie Montas Monty in the locker room or something. And it like shook up so many of the players. Cause I guess they were close friends with him that a few of them were like brought to tears, which is a bit much, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, so I think all those trades like sort of pissed a few of them off. Like, I think the Brewers yeah. are like that with them losing hater. I know Devin Williams, like he's been struggling ever since that. So yeah, that's true. You don't, I feel like that's another thing that Anthopolis is really good with is he's is he sees the intangibles too, like he's aware of the intangibles and what it can do to the clubhouse. Like, if you take away the Freddie Freeman thing, like that wasn't really his fault. That was kind of on Freddie's agent and a little bit on Freddie. Uh, there's not really much that Alex could do, and I was you know Alex was shaken up about it. Um, yeah, like was crying in his uh, interview, but. Um. Yeah, he knows how to like put a clubhouse together, and I don't think the Yankees know how to do that at all. Um, the Dodgers, I feel like, get lucky with it. Just looking at you know another team that just has all the money in the world, um, and you have good enough example. Like now they have Freddie Freeman, who's one of the nicest people in the game, mm-hmm. um, along with Mookie Betts, who's also one of the nicest people in the game, and a number of other guys that are nicer. Um, but yeah, anyway, looking back at the Montgomery trade, that made zero sense to me. Like they already got Ben and who is, you know, like their contact and speed guy. Um, and then you already have Aaron Hicks too. And Aaron judge out in the outfield and Aaron Hicks. Like, I think they were talking about it on talking baseball, like Aaron Hicks and, uh, Harrison Bader had almost equivalent stats. So, I have no idea. And their starting pitching has been a mess. Luis Severino has been injury-riddled like he always has Glad been. Garrett Cole is, you know, Garrett Cole got blown up for five runs in the first inning at home against the Mariners. Um, and Nestor Cortez is starting to get found out that he's not an awesome pitcher. Um, but... Um, and then like Clay Holmes has been injured. Mm-hmm. Um, I we're going on a big tangent. No, no, I just I I think it is honestly worth talking about though, because like the Yankees have been the guys to beat, and then honestly ever since it's really been since the Gallo trade. Like that shit's real, you yeah. know. Um, and I mean, Gallo's had like at one point he had like more home runs in recent games than like Yankees had wins. So it's just kind of funny to watch, but. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, did they win today? I have no idea. They did. I'm pretty sure they yeah. did. Yeah. Um, they play the yeah. Rays. The Blue Jays. Yeah, Blue Jays. Jays. Yeah. Do you see that home run that banked 
off the wall twice. Mm -mm. They, like, they hit the top of the wall, like, bounced up, and then bounced again, and then went <laughs> over the wall. I love uh, when Against Nestor. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it's honestly kind of sad. I just feel really bad for Aaron Judge, because Aaron Judge is a pretty easy guy to like. Yeah, um, that is true. And he's having a monstrous year, mm -hmm. and um, at least he's not on the Angels, so. Yeah, they talk about a team that's falling off. Okay, this is this is my last thought that has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> but just want to want to hear y'all's comments, and I want you to tell me how wrong I am. But Shohei Otani, okay. Um, I think you know the main reason he went to the Angels was because he wanted to play with Mike Trout, and he thought that they would be a winning organization because mm -hmm. he doesn't, he you know, didn't know what their front office. Are you gonna think? Are you gonna say he's gonna be an Atlanta Brave? Wait, will just listen to me for a second, okay? okay. So he wants to be somewhere where he's gonna win. Because that's all he's ever wanted to do in his life, all right? Like, is be really good at baseball, win championships, and be on a winning team. I don't think that he cares as much about money. I really don't think he cares that much about how much money he's getting. I think he literally, he's the best player in baseball in a lot of facets. But I... I would not be surprised if he signs a contract for less than $150 million just because he... There's no way. There's no That's a scorching take, but there's just no way. I think... Like, here's, here's the big flaw. I think if he cared that much about winning, he would have requested something by now. Like, requested yeah. to be traded. That guy's going for about $50 million a year. I think ten years, five hundred million. It's not out of the question. I don't think it would have mattered if he requested a trade. Like, and I um, with the I Angels, it would have. They were not. They are not going to trade him until the last day they can. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think that it would have mattered if he requested a trade because they weren't going to do it. Mm. Um, but. I don't. I think we might be a, a dark horse candidate. I'll put us as a dark horse candidate. Just especially, especially if we get to the World Series again, I think it's going to be on his mind. I'll just say it. He's I don't Charlie think Morton's so. replacement. He's, I don't <laughs> he, think he, so. he also clearly he does want to win, and I feel like he, That's he fair. might take a pay cut. But uh, honestly, there's there's no chance. unless I mean unless you get him and Anthopolis in the same room. I don't know. If they Anthopolis is the puppet master. You're yeah, I mean, he's, don't, he's, a, he's an individual. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> if they weren't willing to sign Freddie or give him what they wanted, and, like, I know the whole thing about the agent or whatever, but, like, mm -hmm. take that out. Like, they're they're not going to give someone $50 million a year. Like, that's just not going to happen. You think he's getting $50 million a year? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's a oh, Cy Young yeah. candidate and hits, like, 40 home runs a year. Like, what do you give yeah. him? <laughs> <Just, laughs> <laughs> like, going to go. <laughs> It'll be the like, Dodgers okay. or the Yankees. Like it has to. Be. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> you're like mad, me, but okay. those are the realistic yeah, yeah. ones. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Okay, this is the last thing I want. I want to uh, want an answer from y'all, and then we can end the show. Is Dodgers or Yankees? Which one is more probable? Because those are the two that you know spend everything that they have and more. And yeah, then a team other than them that you think could get Shohei. We'll put the Mets. 
with That's the Dodgers fair. and the Yankees because the Mets have that money now. Um, so which one of those three? And then a team, not the Braves, I guess, because he's going to come to the Braves anyways. Mm-hmm. But the, the, that's not the Braves that you would see him go to. Because it's going to happen. He's not going to be on the Angels. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I think he's going to – I would think he goes to the Dodgers. And then maybe, like – like, I mean, it really just comes down to who has the richest owners because, like, you know. Well, yeah, but, but think think outside of the top three, who, who do you think fits the bill? Maybe I mean, like the, the, if he's taking a pay cut, besides the Braves. Another obvious choice, but, like, it's still, like, a 0.1% chance. It's just, like, what they would do are the Padres. Because, like, mm-hmm. they, they they're, have no money. They, I know that, but they, like, <laughs> clearly don't. Like, they're in a smaller market, but, like, their owner clearly just doesn't care about that. Yeah. He's been investing in this team for, like, the past five years. I'd say a dark horse would be the Mariners, maybe, just with like that's the Suzu- thinking, with the yeah. Suzuki connection. But uh, mm. yeah, that's all. That's all I really can think of. I it, like it'll be the Mets, Dodgers, or Yankees. I just can't see how it wouldn't. If it's the Mets, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, no, I would not. I would not be very happy <laughs> if it was the Mets. Um, I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think of a team that's not one of those three. I think of those three, it would probably be the Dodgers just mm. because, like, he's out of the AL and he feels less bad about, like, you know, being on a different team. But, you know, he doesn't have to move. I wonder what yeah, Trout would do stuff. then. I wonder if he would finally request something. God, I hope so. If he, if he yeah. requested a trade, he would be traded to one of the top three because no one else would be able to swallow his contract. Unless the Angels swallowed most of his contract. Well, they would also have to have, like, the prospects to do it. Like, I know that, too, but like, which the Dodgers do. Yeah. Um, they are a machine. Like, it's just insane. They've only won one World Series, and it was the Mickey Mouse ring, so. Mm-hmm. In, the, in, like, since the 80s, they've only won one. Yeah. They're going to be in a lot World. more, though, over the next 10 years. I mean, they're not going <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Um, in my head, I just keep thinking the Brewers, which makes no sense. Yeah, that makes no, that makes no sense, Griffin. I, I know it doesn't. I'm just trying. I'm literally just. I'm trying to think of something, and I literally just keep thinking. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got the best the choice. No, I think it's the Rockies. Because you know that they're the team to do it. They're the team to come from left field. Did and you just... know that Chris Bryant has like the ninth highest AAV in the league? It, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. What are they doing? It's, I don't know if I'd rather be on the Rockies or the Angels. They're both like just. I'd rather be on the Rockies. I think the Rockies hitter hitter friendly because you know you're gonna suck going into the year, so it doesn't matter, and you yeah. get to be in Colorado. Like, yeah. it's pretty not close. bad. Yeah, and then like the Angels, the Angels teased all of us. Like, uh, and the other thing with the Rockies is you at least have the excuses, excuse of oh we have to play the Padres and Dodgers all the time. Whereas the yeah. Angels, yeah, it's like, oh, it's yeah, like no, we have no choice. And then it's like when you beat them, it's like oh look, you know, we yeah. did something. Uh huh. Yeah. The Angels, it's like hey look, we built, we beat the the Athletics. Yeah. Or the Rangers. Um, but yeah, I would say either I, I would say Dodgers and Cardinals would be my first two guesses. I think the Cardinals could do it, which is unfortunate. 
but outside of the Braves, top number one. But um, yeah. Um, well, we got what's the next? We got the Pirates. Pirates. We got an easy stretch. Uh, it's Pirates. Well, Cardinals. Yeah. But it's Pirates, Cardinals, Rockies at home, Marlins at home, Athletics, Mariners, Giants. So not too bad. That's a pretty easy stretch overall. The yeah. Cardinals are the only bad series, and I'm looking at the probables for the Cardinals. Um, except for my phone won't load. Um, the probables are Strider versus Quintana, which is a plus. It's a favorable to us. Morton versus Montgomery, which might be pretty even. Montgomery's been doing pretty well there. And then Odorizzi versus Wainwright, so we'll 100% lose that game. So, two out of three. We'll see. But, um, Braves are down four games because the Phillies don't know how to fucking win a ball game. Um, <laughs> never could I imagine how much I could hate them <laughs> at one point in time. They're worthless. A worthless franchise. It's like, on one hand, the Phillies lost, right? Yeah. No, fuck those guys. Yeah, they're out of reach of the division completely now. Like, they were kind of creeping back in for a second, but Mm. they've only been good when it didn't matter. And, um, yeah, the Mets took them for a ride. And uh, the Mets have an easy stretch after or with the Yankees because the Yankees are one of the worst teams in baseball right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Guess one of that. Uh, Oda Rizzi on the mound tomorrow, so I'll be taking my uh, heartburn medication <laughs> and probably gritting my teeth mm. fairly, fairly often. Maybe he'll come out and be special, but he won't. I nah, it's not. It's not gonna happen. Maybe. But uh, hopefully, yeah, maybe. maybe. Gonna be cool. Hopefully, Azuna is not in the lineup. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he's off the team. Yeah, hopefully he's looking Literally for just, a job. Like they, they, they wait until everybody gets on the plane, and then and then Anthopolis just gets to the front, and then he just, just like holds out his hand at the front of the stairs, and he's like, <laughs> cin- cinematic. <laughs> it's like the it's like the mission in Modern Warfare Two where the dude's like helping you get into the like shoots <laughs> you. Yeah, General General Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that far, but it would be kind of funny. We gotta, we gotta Photoshop that or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just Anthopolis' face on General Shepard. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Two are made. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Go Braves! Got the Pirates. Let's uh, yeah. lay waste to a terrible franchise. Yeah. Let's Wait, do though. it. 